Oh, it's queued up esports time, everybody. I took a drink of water right there. Very uh, poor timing on my part. Uh, Speaking about poor timing, oh, can we talk about your countdown? You were like three, two, one, and it threw me off instantly. <laughs> I don't know what you're. I don't talking know. About. Did you notice that? I, I don't. I don't notice anything, man. What are you talking about? We're oh talking. Hey, hey, we're talking about Valorant. Uh, this oh, is episode shoot. like fuck. I don't even know. This is all out of order. I'm gonna go back and reorganize. Eighteen? I don't remember. Yeah, it's like it's like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. One of those. I think we're on eighteen. This is this is eighteen. We're episode eighteen. All right, whatever. If that's wrong, I'll go back and fix it later. Who knows? But we're uh, we're gonna talk about Valorant because that's a that's a hot esport action going on right now. Uh, introductions. I skip right past them. Uh, I'm Monk HB. Nick Esposito. Did Felipe die? I said I'm Freddie Bones. Oh, you cut out. Oh, you definitely cut out. Oh, and... shoot, really? Yeah. I'm leaving that in. And <laughs> I'm D'Angelo, a.k.a. D'Anthrax. Who missed last week. Putting him Listen, on blast. Man, COVID has been terrible for my mental health. I'm here now. Let's go past it. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> no. All right, so uh, Felipe gracefully titled this episode, Valorant Seems Like a Big Deal. Let's talk about that. So let's talk about that. What even is Valorant? Do you guys know? Riot yeah. decided to make this shooter. Riot was just like, you know what's really cool? CSGO. You know what people really want? CSGO in 2020. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so uh, a long, not even really a long time ago, but like a few months to a year ago, Riot was like, Hey, uh, we did this MOBA thing really well. Like, I mean, we're kind of the the best game in that that genre with League of Legends. But what if we made other stuff too? And uh, <laughs> what? And Valorant is their uh, first foray into a, a genre outside of. Well, no, they got like team fight tactics and they did uh, Legends of Runeterra. But this is like this is like their first foray into shooting games. And man, those games are all like passive. This is this is real time. Things are it's happening now. Like, you can't wait around for sure. It's also their like it's what their their five year plan, right? Because everyone was just like, "Hey, you guys made a MOBA, but that's all you did. You guys were did you guys? Why are you called Riot Games? You only have one game. <laughs> Riot we game. Riot game. <laughs> Riot game. And they're like, we'll show you. And then they, I remember the trailer. There was what? There was a shooting game. There was a fighting game, and there was something else. There was a third game, and I can't remember what card it was. Yeah, yeah, the Legend card game. Yep. Yeah, Legend of Runeterra. And they're like, all right, we'll show you. We're going to make games. What you want, right? And then... We got yeah, we shotgunned it at us. Three different divisions all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> fucking killing it. company could never. They're fucking killing it with Valorant, though. Yeah, so uh, Valorant is currently in closed beta. Um, the only way to get a beta key at this point is to watch a streamer playing Valorant. I believe, uh, as of me saying this, they have it set up so any streamer streaming Valorant can set up drops on their stream. Um, yep. Before, it used to be uh, only people that were in the original, like, early alpha could uh, could drop uh, beta keys. But now it's open to everyone. Everyone can, everyone can stream and drop beta keys. Woo! Um, and... Uh, you know, unlike uh, 
a modern shooter like tf2 overwatch you know stuff like that they they went with like a more tactical shooter approach which is like cool I like how you say modern shooter and the first one that comes to your mind was tf2 i know I... <laughs> <sighs> look man i don't know where hero, I'm at. hero shooters <laughs> a hero shooter. yeah like yeah like oh, okay a class-based shooter like we have like class-based shooters and this is kind of like a middle ground between like your csgo and your like tf2 overwatch uh type thing um which is like refreshing because like csgo kind of has like a monopoly almost on tactical shooters like there is rainbow six but everyone's talking about csgo more than rainbow six i think oh yeah organic right now but probably have never been bigger um so yeah Tactical shooter. Uh, I keep mentioning Overwatch because, like, the the appeal to Valorant is the fact that there's, like, abilities. Uh, yeah, also, like, graphically speaking, it's a lot more colorful than, like, you know, COD and CSGO and Rainbow Six Siege. So, like, there's that overlap, too. Yeah, every, uh, <laughs> every map is super bright, super vibrant. Um, the characters are very, like, I don't want to say cartoony, but they're definitely, like, a cel-shaded-esque type model. So like it's Honestly, actually it's not unlike their art style in League, uh, yeah. if you really think about it. Yeah, no, and the art style in general feels closer to TF2 than it does like anything else. Yeah. You just really want to bring TF2 into this mix. Look, man, I just I just like TF2, man. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm on your side here. I'm I'm also <laughs> a fan. I want to come back. There's no better time for it to happen. Let's bring TF2 back. That's another show. All right. Uh, so, bullet point. How is it different from CSGO and Overwatch? Um, it's like the best of both worlds, right? Like, Yeah, you say you got... it's almost all CSGO. Yeah, so uh, I, I managed to get a beta key. I've been playing for the past week or so. Um, it is, like, super close to CSGO, but it's, like, CSGO light. It's, like baby's first csgo almost i like that i like that a lot it's a good way to put it um i would say it's so unlike overwatch actually that it's i would say rainbow six siege is probably closer to it than overwatch is yeah so one thing uh like i said there's like abilities in there but they're not like not all of them are on cooldowns like you have to buy most of the abilities like you would buy your gun from a your shop in csgo and if you use it in a round you have to buy it again the next round um, but like, that's where people get the Overwatch comparison, but when people are like, oh yeah, it's like CSGO and Overwatch, it's like not like Overwatch at all. Yeah, it isn't. Um, like I said earlier, it's the art style, right? That kind of overlaps a little bit. And I guess the fact that it's class-based, but that's about as far as it goes. Yeah. Um, and maybe some of like, like characters having abilities and, and their, um, the CC seems like kind of familiar. But other than that, yeah, like I mean, the fact that there's like a uh, there's a character that literally has like a May wall, and uh, there is like a slowdown ability. Yeah, there's a character that has a May wall, um, and there's also a uh, there's a character with that's an archer that everyone in that I've been seeing that has just been calling him White Hanzo. He is he's like Russian Hanzo, like he's White Hanzo. Even his ultimate is like Hanzo's ultimate. <laughs> Yeah. Nowhere to run. 
or what is it? I am the hunter now. Yeah, like that, you, that, he's that got, voice he, line's crazy. He's got like three voice lines when he fu- like starts up his ultimate, and they're all the best. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I mean, do you guys kind of want to go like go down like the list of characters? Like, I mean, obviously not listing all of them, but like, like we can at least go into what sort of character types there are. Sure. Um. Well, after we like, should we do that and then get into guns? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, because I think that I would probably be more helpful in the next section. Cool. All right. Uh. So characters are broken up into like three or four different classes. I don't know off the top of my head, but we've got uh, duelists, uh, controllers, uh, initiators, uh, and sentinels. Um. I think yeah. that's it. Yep. Yeah, that looks like it's it. Um. Duelists are like your. Like, those are your fraggers. They're the DPS-type characters. We got, like... 1v1 me right now, bro. Yeah. Initiator? Uh, yeah. What was that, Felipe? Did you say initiator? Yeah, initiator. Oh, okay. I'm... Go for it. Continue. Yeah. Uh, so your duelists are, like I said, they're, like, your fraggers. Um, I'll give the example of one. We got, like, Phoenix, uh, who has, like, a Molotov as, like, his uh, signature ability. Um, he shoots up like a firewall. He has a flashbang ability, and uh, his ultimate ability lets him make um, set a spawn point, and then he can like run, run around like a fucking buckwild lunatic, and just like fire his gun like a madman, not worrying about how much noise he makes because if he dies, he just goes back to that spawn point. And he also has the best voice in the game. Yeah, dude, his his voice is sick. Um, Playtime's over. You're dead, fam. I was like, "What is happening?" What? Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's some... like he's like UK. Yeah, they've got some British, some like British Jamaican dude, and it's just amazing. Yeah, we're and, and then yeah. when when he kills you, he goes gratata, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> that's like that's another thing. The characters kind of they all have like really good personality. They all feel like... they're all yeah. Um. Wow, that was that was loud. Um, uh, then we got like controllers. Uh, one controller we'll go over is Viper. Um, she sends out like poison stuff. Uh, she sends up like a similar to Phoenix. She's got like a poison wall that she can like activate. Um, an acid pool, which is kind of like a Molotov effect. Uh, a sp- like a gas grenade. And uh, her ultimate is, like, this fucking huge-ass gas grenade that stays up as long as, like, she's in it. And if enemies walk into it, like, she gets notified and they get outlined in red. Um, But the thing about her is, like, she's got all this AoE poison stuff, but it all affects her teammates, too. (laughs) So Really? Wait, really? Yeah. So, like, uh, how it works is... uh, Poison damage is temporary. You walk into it, and, like, your shields and health will decay. But when you step out of it, they replenish. Oh, shoot. Um, I didn't do effect teammates. So that, so that big ult that she puts down, once, like, when everyone runs into that, inevitably, like, yeah, it just like, damages people over time? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, it'll bring people down to one health. Um... It, it, like poison is never gonna kill someone it'll just bring them down to one health and the moment they leave poison their health re- replenishes okay. like back to 100 or does it tick back up it ticks back up to whatever it was before like gotcha they walked in um 
seems she seems good at controlling space. Yeah, that's kind like, of her role. That, and that's her role. Like it's li- like literally you you set your bomb down on the point and then you ult- you fire up your ultimate and then the enemy's like, well, we got to go in there to dis- disarm the bomb. What's the man with a spike? All right. Oh yeah. It's, excuse me. I'll There's slug. no bombs here. These aren't terrorists, all right? We're not, we're oh, not that it, game. There's no bomb here except this bomb. Wait, what's the story? This... It's a bomb, right? Yeah, it literally fucking destroys reality. <laughs> like, is that what that does? It, it, like, if you let it go, it starts dissolving the ground. Oh yeah, yeah you see all the black goop come out of it. Um, next one is like initiating. They don't use the term bombs. That's all I'm trying. All to right, say. spike. <laughs> uh. Next uh, is Initiator. Uh, Sova is, like, the prime example. Uh, he, like we said, he's, like, White Hanzo. Um, white Hanzo. He ha- he literally has a recon arrow that you can ricochet off walls. Um, he's got a shock arrow that, like, you can also ricochet off walls. Uh, he has a drone, <laughs> which is, like, me, like, I think it's a really good ability, but I also think it's, like, the worst ability in the game. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I think it sucks. The drone is I don't, like I feel like the drone is impossible to pilot, and like you stand completely still when you're yeah. Like I don't understand it. why you'd want to do this. You have to have so, your guys backing you up or something. We can we can go over some some stuff that I was learning over because like I so to preface I am terrible at Counter Strike right, but I have like a couple friends that have played this like uh, a while. Um, so understanding um, like CT and T side, uh, like um, holding positions, yeah, and and you being able to send out a scout with a drone um, while you hang back in a position allows uh, like some very interesting scenarios where they now have like you you it just being able to get more information is always really good because shooting in this game is probably like third or fourth on the list of of things that are like super important, yeah, and and. I think like game sense, information, and um, are, like come ahead of that. And the drone is able to give you all of that in spades, right? Because it can, you can have it like you can use it to go forward into an like an area while like your teammate follows it. And then if they try to shoot the drone, you can shoot them. Or if they don't, then you can mark like someone or like and just having like having something that like takes the the pressure off of someone else is it, it's I think it's super good at least. Yeah. No, like, I definitely know the value of it, but <laughs> I think as, like, a base-level player, you, you're you like, okay, uh, everyone's running around the map like a lunatic. Uh, this drone is not giving me any information, and it, mm-hmm. di- it dies immediately. And if it Fair. doesn't die immediately, the enemy comes up behind me and kills me. <laughs> um, like I said, I think it's a very good ability, but I also think it's the worst ability in the game. <laughs> Sure. Um, it's going to be the most powerful thing later. Like, all the pro no, teams like, are going to be yeah, using Yeah, like, we're going to get to the pro Super high in meta. <laughs> so, uh, after after this and after we talk about guns, I kind of want to talk about, like, team comps and characters that I think are going to be, like, super incredibly important in competitive play. And we'll mm-hmm. dive into that. Um, but his ultimate is uh, Hunter's Fury, which is, like, Hanzo ultimate. He fires up to three energy blasts that pierce through walls and travel the whole length of the map. Um, enemies that get hit by that, their mark is visible to the enemy team. So what can happen is like you shoot one through the map, you see someone get marked 
and you're like, okay, they're running this way, so you fire the second arrow at them, and two arrows kill someone. Also, they do damage to your teammates. Yeah. It, it's just one gigantic laser. Yeah, He's just shooting. It's, it's literally a fucking death beam that goes through the map. Like most team-based games, communication is going to be incredibly important here. Yeah. Um... Then, uh, then we have Sentinels. Uh, the important Sentinel is Sage. Uh, her abilities are like a slow orb, which is like a Molotov effect, but uh, people that walk in it are slowed. Um, and the slow is like actually like unbearable. It's so slow. <laughs> like yep. you are basically dead if you get caught in it. Um, and that's anyone that walks through it. If it's your slow area and your teammate walks through it, they're slowed too. <laughs> um. Uh, her barrier, which is, like, a Maywall on steroids, because it lasts fucking forever. Yeah. Um, and you can use that to block off, like, entryways, like, so I set the spike on, uh, on a point, and I'm like, okay, like, I block off this area, now they only can come through these two areas. That's a solid wall, they can't walk through this or shoot through this. Yeah, um, and they, people can shoot it, but... Everything in this game is so fucking loud that if someone's shooting through the wall, like, and, like, they're planning to break through the wall that way, it's like, hey, there's someone on the other side shooting this wall, so let's set up around here so we can kill them. Um, her signature ability is a healing orb, and, uh, her ultimate is, uh, resurrection. You walk up to a dead person and revive them, (laughs) like... Just it, that's it, just raw revive. Yeah. Um, so that's, like, the four classes, um, but... Like, and there's multiple heroes within each of those classes. Um, so, yeah, you want to move on to guns next, D'Angelo? Yeah, so um, the thing that makes this a lot like Counter-Strike uh, is that each round you have to, to buy your guns, and the first round, um, starting after six rounds have passed, uh, is always going to be a pistol round. Yeah. So yeah. um you're able to you're able to influence what you're able to do depending on kills, um spike planting, um and then buying guns from that uh from that um from the next round onward. So it it provides this like this really like cool overarching like uh, meta game where you're able to uh influence buys by having things called either economy rounds having full buys or small buys where you're able to like the sweet spot number is 3900 which allows you to get one assault rifle and a full shield so you can have um 50 shield up to, so you'll have 150 health um and and an assault rifle um anything under that uh sometimes people start talking about this thing called let's have an econ round where you don't buy anything um maybe you buy a pistol but then you get to see how much money you will have um, for the next round, uh, which will allow you that if you do well in your economy round, then you'll have a you'll be able to full buy the next round. Um, and the 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 weapons that they have are, I guess, like um, they're like riot inspired versions of real world weapons, or like what the Counter Strike equivalent would be. Yeah. Um, so you you have your yeah instead you of have the your Desert pist- Eagle, you got the Sheriff. Yep, you got the Sheriff. Right, and it's it, it. You can you can one D somebody with it, right? Like you can you can get your headshots. Um, you have the operator, which is your op, which is your your heavy sniper rifle. 
Um, you have the um, uh, what's the silence? The M4 variant. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I, gotta look I just I just buy the auto shotgun and call it a day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Valorant guns. Let me just look up these guns real quick. There are. What's the name of it? Oh, thanks. Excellent. The Phantom. There it is. The Phantom is your M4, and the Vandal is your AK-47. Uh, and then the SMGs are are useful as well. The Spectre is like a silenced, like a it's a silenced SMG. That's um, the, the Marshall and the Operator. The Spectre is like the 1600 one, right? Yeah. That gun is absurd for an SMG. Yeah, right? Like, it's got the best of both worlds. It's so good. It's extremely um, and, accurate. It's silenced. Like, yep. it does it all. And then they've got, like, your heavy, like, your LMGs, your light machine guns, uh, the Ares and the Odin, which people were just like, these aren't going to be useful. But, They're like, insane. They have they have said that they tried because like they were unusable in Counter Strike and they said they have given a lot of thought in trying to make these usable in this game, which basically means that um they increase in their firing rate over time after they wind up. So the Odin starts at like something like eleven rounds per second and like ramps up to like fifteen. So it's it's actually insane and it like you could just hear sometimes people just running around the map with these things. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. Um, the the guns, yeah, the guns like, in this game are super good. Like that type is that's not a thing in in um in CS:GO. Like an LMG isn't a real thing. So no. like I'm, I'm interested that they're having, they're making that work. Yeah. Not, it doesn't seem practical. It's probably also not practical in. This. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah yeah. So like they like they say that it's practical right, but like the Phantom and the the uh, the Vandal. Are probably still going to be like th- those 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 two like if you've played CS:GO, they have similar um, uh, spray patterns to their CS:GO variants, which is like how when you shoot like the Phantom, it'll try to the um, the recoil pattern will go up, so you have to like drag your your mouse yeah. down. Yeah, so like they they have like predictable spray patterns that people are accustomed to. So most people are um, are are trending towards using those two anyway. Yeah. And they're good. Um, like, like they're they're probably the best weapons you can buy. Yeah, I also I'm not sure. Overkill. And like, if, what are you um, getting out of that? What's that? I feel like an LMG seems overkill. Like, what are you getting out of that? Like, I don't understand. How- yeah, I don't know either. But oh, well. They're- so LMGs also have um, the highest level of uh, penetration. Yeah. Next to uh, ops okay. and the. Yeah the the sheriff so like you can just like if someone's standing behind a wall you can just delete them yeah okay yeah Yeah. not not to mention they have like a hundred uh hundred round clip size like so you don't have to worry about reloading ever in a round never um and i don't know if this is how it worked in in csgo right but like if you you can pick up like weapons yeah like post round yeah so like being able to like pick up someone's weapon like post round and then take it with you into the next round is like super good like i i i do really like that aspect of it because buy your shit next round to save the money yeah you can you can yeah you can start the game with like a pistol shoot someone pick up their weapon and if you survive your round you get to you get to take that weapon with you into the next round and also have the money 
So yeah, it's super economical. Yeah, like it's like like we've been saying, it's like extremely close to CS:GO. Uh, one thing I want to say, <laughs> the shop menu, it's like the cleanest user interface I've ever seen. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's like so super clean. You're in and out in like half a second. And it's yep. beautiful. And that's, like, one of the reasons why I never liked uh, Counter-Strike. Because their shop menu is, like, a mess. <laughs> this one, it shows you exactly what you want. You want your pistols. You want your rifles. You want a shield. You want your abilities. Okay, buy. Yeah. Oh, and, like, being able to buy guns for other people instead of, like, having to buy the gun and drop it on the ground. Yeah, super good. Amazing. I think you can do that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. they can they can request um they like hey I want someone to buy this gun for me and, and if then you, you have the it. money, yep you just click on their thing and you can say buy it for them. Hey. Yeah, it's so good. All right, so we've kind of gone over character types, uh, guns, um, uh, quick quick overview of maps. There's uh currently only three maps in the beta, um, and they're all kind of samey <laughs> like they're all kind of like yeah. square map corridors one has three points the others have two like what's your fa- what's your favorite map so far uh oh man it's like kind of tough um it's not <laughs> it's not the the one with the hookah lounge and it's not uh haven so it's whatever the other one is the the, the one, one- the one that has like sewers and everything. The one that has the three points, right? No, it only has two points. Oh, okay. the one that's in like the Middle East? No, that's the hookah lounge one. Yeah. Okay, it's the other one. Then. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. This is like terrible for everyone else listening, but like, yeah. you know which one I'm talking about. I know there's which one you're fine, talking about. There's Haven, there's Split. Any of those ring a bell? Okay. It's Bind. Yeah, I think it's Bind. It's either Bind or Split. I know it's not Haven. Um, it's got the nice double doors. You can shoot people through them. No, that's uh, that's Haven. All right, I'm leaving. It's fine. <laughs> fine is two points. Fine is two points. Yeah. And if it's not Haven, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I know it's not Haven because I played one round before we started recording, and I played on Haven, and that's that's what I knew. So it's bind. Bind's my favorite. Um. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's kind of like go over like what we think competitive viability for some of these characters are, and like, because as we said earlier, team comps are like actually something that's important because some of the abilities have like really big impacts. Um, yeah. Like, go on. like I feel like controlling space with some of those characters, um, like we mentioned Viper before, is a big deal. Um, yeah. Not only into taking points, but like taking a whole like making a choke out of an area that isn't a choke. Um, like that's, I feel like every, every, every team comp is going to have to have at least one of those kinds of characters. Yeah. Um, also, um, as of the record, as of this recording, there has been one patch so far. Do you know what that patch was for? Let's hear it. Um, they had to remove an exploit in the game where Cypher, which is this character that can place down, um, like a trip mine and like a camera, um, there was a way for him to place a camera and then place a gun in front of the camera. And then he could, um, 
the the camera, <laughs> the camera could, could the, fire the gun. Pick, yeah, the camera could pick the gun up and shoot. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I saw a video of that. Yeah, it was hilarious. Oh my god! <laughs> Real talk. Should just let that in. Should just let the camera just shoot. <laughs> that was great. That is actually insane. I'm glad someone caught that, but like I, yeah, I right? also think that would have been amazing if they left that in. Yeah. Right. Um. They're like. Working as intended. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, so as far as, like, team comps go and characters that are going to be, like, super important and competitive, Sage is without a doubt, like, the most important character in the game. Like, You think so? Is there any other characters that can heal um, allies? No. Or is she the only one? Okay, then that makes sense. Then. She's, she's, um, she's the only character that can heal allies and she can, like, bring people back from the dead, which is, like, one mm-hmm. of the most game-swinging effects, period. Yeah. Um. Uh. Not to mention, like her ability to like close off like whole access points and right. she makes a real wall. Um. Yeah, you're right. And you can shoot through it, but yeah, like you you can't shoot through it, but you can destroy it. But yeah, like, sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. But like I said, it takes so long to sh- like destroy the wall that like if you do anything, like people are like, hey, someone's coming through the wall right now. Position yourself accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's it, like not being able to walk through it is also unbelievable. Like whether even even if you could shoot through it, but you couldn't, walk, like you know, like for some reason it has some don't work, but people do. Um, like the fact that you can't walk through it is so massive. Yeah, like 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 I say, it literally, it's like okay, this place has three entryways. I'm literally blocking off an entryway. They can only go yeah. through two now. Either either forces them to use. One of the other entryways, or it forces them there and wait. And like buying time is relevant in the game. So like yeah, like everything's on a timer in this game. I plant the spike. Yeah, you've only got so much time before it detonates. Like thirty-five seconds. Like um, y- the enemy team hasn't planted the spike. I'll block off this way. They're on a timer still. Like like time is so relevant in this game. The fact that she can block off entryways, heal people, bring people back to life, and slow down people in like a choke point. Like, she's literally the best character in the game. Does any other character have, like, hard walls like that? Because I know a lot of characters have, like, walls you can still move and shoot through. You just can't see through it. No, no one has hard walls like uh, like Sage. Damn. Um, well, that brings up another point, though. A lot of characters have a lot of, like, vision-impairing ability. Like, you make walls and essentially smokes fucking always. Like, every character has the ability to do that. Yeah, Crazy. Like, every, like, almost every character has a vision-impairment ability in some way, shape, or form. Um, the only one that doesn't is, like, Raze, but the way she impairs vision is by literally killing the opponent. Yeah, she doesn't need to, she just kills you instead. <laughs> um, so I think Sage is, like, she'll literally be on every competitive team until they, like, rebalance stuff or give more people healing abilities. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, like, so I agree that Sage is strong, but not for the reasons why you say that she's strong. Okay. What? Because, so the healing ability I don't think is is as strong before like the propensity uh, to people to just get one shot. Yeah, I think her wall and her resurrect are more valuable than. Her. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I, I I definitely think that her the wall, the wall is really good um for for other aspects too because it like, the the thing right now that a lot of like people are having problems with is that um, in Counter Strike right like walking is very important. Um, so walking around corners 
so that like they can't hear your footsteps and but like also being able to like have vision around the corner as you do that is is um is how movement allows you to um to gain more information but the two characters in particular in um jet and um and sage they can they can use the their the their float ability and also the wall to stand on top of it and get elevated into positions where usually they like characters can't go right so yeah so one of like the, the the things that i've seen is on certain maps um you can you can elevate yourself on top of a choke point so that when someone comes through that point if they're looking at head level they're not looking at the person that's like two characters above them that's looking down on them now from an from an area that most characters can't get to so like having that setup phase to, and like that ability to just like use their, their that wall in that manner is uh right now uh, like a really just like it, it's blowing people out of the water <laughs> so- and like as you said right like the the um the resurrection is just make it swings games back into your favor. Yeah, like because you go from situations where it's like one on two to two on two out of nowhere, and it's like oh, like we're back. Yeah, in the so game. like like you, no yeah, sweat. you're two on two. Yeah, the 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 spike is planted, or the spike like it's two on two. The spike is sitting in like a corridor, and now you just you just wait. You don't have to move. They have to get the spike. The timer is on them, right? So like, there's nothing you have to do, and like. I've seen games come down to people just like making bad decisions and trying to force situations when they don't have to force it and just let the timer force it. And like Sage just like she helps facilitate that be in your favor. It's it's like she's super good at that. Like all the other things you said about her wall are absolutely true. Like closing off the choke points and like forcing the clock in her favor and in in the team's favor is super, super strong. With her slow thing too, like no one's gonna want to walk through there, like so at all. Like a, yeah, sometimes you can you can just wait it out, but like if you're caught in it, apparently you can. Um, bunny hopping is in this game, so you can like b hop through the slow. You it's, can, it's how but you like it doesn't work that well. Like yeah, I know that it works well against um Phoenix's puddle because like you don't get like burned a lot, but against hers, like I think like if it already touched you, like it slows you yeah, even when you're, buddy, you're when you're slow. hopping. Like it's yeah, it's like I've tried. I've I've been like oh I'm just gonna b hop out of this and like you can't <laughs> yeah like it like I think you could b hop through it if you if you start b hopping and it's there but I don't think you can if it's just like on the ground because it's already yeah. touched you now you're you're done yeah you're just yeah. slow um, brought up something with Jet that I want to bring up right now again um, his ability to just get high into the air um, CS:GO and this game for the most part is a pretty horizontal game there isn't a lot of verticality. Where, like, Siege, for example, because you're in multiple floors, you can go in the ceiling for things, you can shoot through shit, um, mm-hmm. and make holes in the, you know, in the floor. It's a more vertical game. Overwatch has fucking Lucio flying high into the walls. Like, other games have a lot more verticality. And and this game, along with CSGO, really doesn't a lot. But then Jet can just fucking just get height. Um, do you see that being valuable at all? Like, yeah. Like, it... I know you still have a situation where you're not very accurate when you're high. Like, because you're still moving for the most part. So I don't know how useful that is. So, it's funny you say that. Um, because Jet's ultimate uh, has true aim for the entire yeah, well, time yeah. of it. Yeah, while no, it's yeah. ultimate is literally hit scam. Yeah, well, it's, it's, tr- it's true aim while moving. So, and if you get a headshot with it, it replenishes all the, um, the darts. Getting a kill with it. Not a headshot, yeah. Yeah. a kill. According to the thing, it's a kill, yeah. I'm reading yeah. it now. Yeah, like, um, I think Jet... 
is probably going to be like the primary DPS. Um, I I think it's Rise or not Rise. What's her name? Raze. Yeah, I think it's Raze. But yeah, I can understand why Jet. I, I I just she's so cool. I think it's either going to be Razor or Jet is like the primary DPS. But like I think Jet, like the fact that she has like better movement and is able to like actually float is like really good. She also provides like extra utility outside of just killing the opponent that like Raze doesn't. Raises um raises what is it the uh the bomb buggy thing is actually ridiculous. It's much better than I thought it was initially. It's very good, but it's also like pee bad. <laughs> It's good in the sense that if, like, you catch someone with it, they're dead. But, like... Yeah. Isn't that, like, most of her abilities, though? Yeah, like, um... Sure. If, like, you get caught in a cluster grenade, you're dead. If you get caught in the ultimate, you're dead. Like, yep. um, Satchel Pack probably isn't killing someone, but, like, it's definitely taking a chunk out of their health. But, like, the buggy serves, like, a... Or, it's, like, the boom bot, I think it's what, is what it's called. Oh, that's its actual name is the boom bot, yeah. Yeah. Um... Like, it's good because you're able to, like, send it out as a scout. And in that case, like, it provides a ton of value. Because, like, if someone shoots it, you know yep. someone's there. Like. But outside of Walls that, too. it's kind of slow, kind of clunky. But if it does see someone, it does home in on them. Yeah. It's like, uh, what is it? The, um, the uh, Killer Queen from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Tank. <laughs> Hey, you. And it just goes for him. Yeah. So, uh, I think Jet or Rays are, like, primary DPSs. Um, I think Jet's really cool because of the verticality he provides. I don't see other people... Yeah. Or other characters, I should say, doing. Um, like, you can catch a lot of people off guard that way, and ability that only he has that, like, is exclusive. Yeah, there's only one on map that has, like, vertical high-rises, for the most part. I mean, like, mo most WAPs... Most WAP... Most maps have a like um like a high window um but for i think it's the the one map that has the three points it has like um what is it like uh like little things to like go up and down like little like rope ladders so like that map actually has like like good verticality no that's um, the map but, i like that's that's a uh... oh but that one has three points no it has two it has three it has two god damn it it's the thing that's happening right now <laughs> I'm sure it has three. It's the one that looks like Japan, right? What? Like, <laughs> hello? It, yeah, like that has two. That's Haven. It has three. Haven looks like Japan. It's got right. like the fucking buildings with the tips on them. Yeah, right. how many? We're 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 gonna go. Points. We're gonna go over this later. I'm a. Yeah. I right. bet D'Angelo some amount of money, and he's gonna pay up sometime. All right. We'll All right. yeah. We'll you'll figure this out on the next episode of the podcast. <laughs> All right. As we start the episode, all that. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, like there isn't a lot of verticality in Jet. Like the fact that she can like go over like uh sage walls, pretty good. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's a big deal. Ray, it Ray, does cost so one. Uh, here's the thing: Ray can use her blast packs to like sticky jump. She can rocket jump. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Straight yeah. up demo man over here. Yeah. So like um. Like, there are definitely characters that have, like, abilities to go above, like, people and get to, like, 
like two character tall boxes that they normally can't. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so why are so many streamers and players going nuts over it? Uh, right now, players are going nuts over it because it's in closed beta and the only way to get in is to watch streamers. And streamers yeah. are going nuts over it because... It's free views. It's literally free views. Like, if you... Dude, the numbers that people are seeing is outrageous. It's re- yeah, I know. 50,000, 60,000 people watching like these streams. Like... And the chat is, like, absurd. It's just people uh, saying, yeah. give me key, give me key, give me key. I know. <laughs> it's, like, the hottest thing on the planet because of... Like, it's also so bad. It's so exclusive. Yeah, it... So, it's... I think it's one of the worst things ever. But I have to give kudos to Riot because I also think it's one of the smartest things to advertise and get, like, popularity for this game. Yeah. And it just so happened it released during a time where, where people are human right world have is to watch streams and half yeah. Like man, who's watching some guy with 89,000 views at 11 a.m. on a Monday? <laughs> everyone actually. Yeah, literally everyone. First big impact of coronavirus was in China. Right is owned by Tencent. I'm not putting those two together. I'm just pointing out facts. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Yeah, Valorant is confirmed <clears throat> to be a uh, to be a riot. Uh, what is it? Conspiracy theory. I like it. Fucking Christ. Yeah, I like I can't think of another explanation. Yeah, that's why people are like going nuts over this game. And outside of that, outside of like, oh, exclusivity, oh, free viewers, like outside of that, I do think the aspect of. Uh, like something new, like something fresh, like oh, CS:GO, but for the everyman. Kind of like, like that. the the most recent new thing we've had is what like, like, COD. Right. Like what other what other big yeah, missing the shooter department? Like what what have we had? That's Warzone that's did have a battle royale. No, I'm yeah. Modern Warfare. Yep. The remake. That's it. Like and 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 that's actually doing pretty well right now. Um, but like it's. It, I don't know. It's a totally different kind of game. It's a battle royale. Like, they have their market, and it's right. not the same thing as the CSGO market. Yeah, and like I said, the fact that, you know, people are looking at this as a less intimidating CSGO is, like, really good, because... Like I will I, say, from playing it, this feels more intimidating. This feels... Rid- this is one of the most intimidating you games. You think it's more played. intimidating than CSGO? Whew, you have not played enough CSGO, my friend. So, I wouldn't say well, that's more intimidating than CSGO. You have different problems here, though. Yeah. So go ahead, I'll right? let you finish. Sorry, yeah, so, like, CSGO is intimidating because sometimes you can just stand in a place and there's a dude that's looking at a specific brick that's 16 bricks high and he shoots it and you just die, right? Like, that will just happen. So I, I, that that is very intimidating. You just need to know all of these things. But this game has, like, all of those things, but with a learning curve, right? That's the part that's intimidating because everyone, no one is doing the optimal things yet. They're just doing the things that they know work from CSGO. And, like, everyone's learning at this pace which may or may not be at the same pace so like if you like people like people are dying because they think that someone's trying to like 
like no like they're they're like two levels of yomi high right they're not just because they just don't know they're like oh man like he put the smoke down she's going to go flank around nope he's just in that smoke just waiting for it to dissipate to shoot you in the head right like and then you're just like what is happening right like i thought that he was just trying to get me but he's not right and like that part is very very interesting to me right because a lot of the streamers that i'm watching are like old like retired counter-strike pros right and they're like oh this is what i would do in this situation and it's a completely wrong thing right so it's like having to watch counter-strike players like relearn the game and then me also learn this game from that that point of view is it's been super daunting because like there's so many things that they know that i didn't know before trying to and then the economy rounds economy rounds suck i hate buying guns i hate having to plan out buying things i don't like that at all it's too much like real life hey man don't need an economy round if you never die. That's fair. That's true. Yeah, like if I 12 if I 12 yeah, if we 13 a team, yeah, fair. Like, But where's my... Uh... Like, most of the time, like, there have been very few times I've been playing where I have had, like, situations where I'm like, okay, I died and I can't buy weapons and armor and abilities that I need. Like, I've always had, like, enough money because of, like, me scraping by in the round, me getting a couple kills, me planting the spike, me disarming the spike, like, whatever. Like, I've always had enough scratch to, like, get by. Mm. I like that you were mentioning Counter-Strike players doing their strategies and not always working. The people that have been doing very well in the game are actually the devs. The devs have been destroying every pro Counter Strike player. Like for it's the, not for close. the first time in the history of video games. Yeah. the devs are better than actual professional players. Right. Because because the old Counter Strike strats don't really work all the time. It's just yeah. reiterating uh, D'Angelo's point. But like, you can't you can't rely on that shit. It's not gonna take you that far. Yeah, I think it's true. Um, and one thing I really like about the game in general is um like i said i'm not like a good counter-strike player i think counter-strike is like way intimidating i've never had like a high mechanical skill in any game i've played but i've played a lot of games of valorant where i feel like my mechanical skill isn't as important as my game sense is and like game probably the most important thing yeah no and like game sense in this game is like so super important because i i feel like Every time I, I'm the spike carrier, I convert into a spike plant. Like, almost every time. Even if we lose the round, I always find a way to, like, plant the spike. Because my game sense and awareness of the map and where people are going and how people are responding to each other is, like, good. <laughs> and the game rewards that by being like, hey, good job, you figured that out. You get some bonus money for planting the spike. Oh, um... Another okay, so back to how this might be more intimidating than Counter Strike. Um, there, because because there's different classes, there's also different roles. Um, so you may be you may feel more pressure um, in fulfilling your role properly. Or in Counter Strike, there aren't classes like you you. I mean, you, there's guns you buy that are different, and there's a little bit of a strategy there. But like, you're not the guy that makes the permanent wall, right? If you if you plant that wall in the wrong spot and you botch it, like that's your fault. Like you, you can't out. Well, I guess you can't outfrag your way out of that, but it's a different, right? You have this extra pressure on using your abilities properly um, that wasn't always there in Counter Strike. That's fair. That's a fair point. Um, but like I mean, it's the same thing with like smoke grenades and flashbangs in Counter Strike. 
Like it is, yeah. But those are still there in Valorant. Um, just they're just abilities. But like, there's there's different mechanics that weren't there. Yeah, but there's literally abilities that like say, "Hey, I'm gonna change the sculpture of this map for t- for the time being." <laughs> like right. And some of them are game changing stuff. So if you fuck it up, like it's different than just like, "Oh, I missed I I, I missed my shot. I didn't get that guy." Boy, that wasn't even a skill thing. You just, you just—that was a bad decision you made. You're just bad. Stop. Right. Yeah. So the decision-making aspect is like higher. I agree. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm, I'm not sure if that makes it more stressful or less stressful. I think it makes it more stressful for a lot of people that are used to their fragging ability just carrying them. Totally. But at the same time, fragging people is still like extremely important. Like that's how you. That's and it how always you will rounds. be. Yeah. And like fragging people is something I suck at. Like I've had Same. one game I've had like one or two games where I'm positive. Like <laughs> I get like a shit ton of assists and I usually have like most spike plants. But like KDA is like pretty negative. I think that's like fine for a game like this. Like being being positive in this game is less important than like Actually, getting the like, objective through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another that's another thing that's good about it though. Um, just like like Overwatch or Siege, even your 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 role isn't always based on getting kills. Right. Mm-hmm. You can be you can be very beneficial doing other things. All right, what else we got on this uh, this this docket? Uh, who's this game really for? Like, who, like, who did Ride make this game for? Like, with the uh, intent of yeah. playing. So, like, because the comparison between CS:GO is so obvious, um, and other shooters, not just CS:GO, of course, but also class-based ones. Mm-hmm. Um, like, who is their target here? Because they're, and especially also with the art style, right? Because they're not going super, but they're not going like super cartoony either. It's like some nice little mix. Like, yeah, who are they trying to reach? Um, and it's definitely more people in the CSGO crowd than it would be in, like, Overwatch. Um, or even, even I would say, even COD. I think this is not really a... A Call of Duty player wouldn't transition very Um Maybe a Siege player. I still think Siege is really close. But I just think it's interesting. Like, they had a lot of decisions they could make for this game. And they chose very specific ones. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, I don't know. I think they're definitely don't give a shit about certain games, right? Like they don't give a shit about Overwatch at all. In my opinion, that is, they were, they weren't even trying for them. They were trying almost exclusively in my opinion for like CSGO. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, like I said a while ago, um, people will call this like CSGO and Overwatch's like baby, but I don't think, like, that's a right assessment. The game doesn't feel anywhere near Overwatch outside of the aspect that there are abilities and ultimates. And even then, the abilities feel more like League of Legends abilities than they do Overwatch abilities. Also, interesting thing is they're going to be catering a lot to the Chinese market um, because they can. Um, There's a lot of censorship in China, and CSGO doesn't fly um, at all. Um, but also like the Korean market, CSGO for some reason never really tapped into. Uh, it's a pretty Western game. It's pretty much just Europe, the U.S. or North America, I should say, and a little bit of the South America. But if they if they can get Asia, that's fucking ridiculous. That's massive. Yeah. 
Yeah, like literally, and they're just, really like, trying to get Asia. Like they're going really hard trying to get Asia. Yeah, they get like a bunch of like uh, old CS:GO players, a bunch of like you know other players from like other close games from like uh, the Western scene, and then they just inject like a bunch of Asian like players into it. Like, game's gonna blow up huge. People are worried about all these you know people jumping ship from their game to another game. Man, those people aren't Korean. Like, we haven't even seen the worst of it yet, man. It's going to be a bunch of Korean men destroying everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's going to be interesting. Like, seeing, like, a culture that hasn't really dipped its toes too much into, um, into tactical-based shooters. Like, diving into this and seeing what they can, like, work from it. Like, I think they're going to be as good as they are any other game. Like, there's no doubt about that, but it's... There's a dominant region for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, in our episode itinerary, I posted, like, this link to this uh, article um, from the uh, head of Riot's esports division. Um, so, like, they posted this article yesterday uh, on the 15th for people listening at later dates. Um... And it's it clearly outlines like, hey, we have like some initial thoughts on esports for Valorant, and here's like what we're focusing on: uh, competitive integrity. Uh, they want aspiring pros to have a fair shot reaching the highest level of play. Um, accessibility. They want people from all different backgrounds. So, like Felipe said, get get people from China, Korea, like invested in the game, uh, and authenticity. They want it to be like a real thing they want to build this scene and make it grow and have like you know its own like personality in the esports showcase so i think that's like a very good sign that riot is planning to like dump money into building it as a competitive atmosphere oh they're gonna dump a shitload of money into this game um they have so much money to dump into it yeah, and I mean they've proved with League of Legends that like they can do it, and it's not going to be anything too bad for them. I wonder how they're going to monetize it. Um, are they just going to be skins and shit? Yeah. So currently, as it stands, um, there are skins in the beta, um, that you can buy. <laughs> um, and I believe how it works right now is if you buy all that stuff in the beta. It'll get reset when the game launches, but you'll get back everything you spent into it, plus, like, a certain amount more. Oh, shoot. Um, that's, like, what I've been hearing from, like, random people on the internet, so I don't know how valid that is, but I could look into that at some point. Um, but I do imagine there is going to be, like, in-game transactions and shit like that, because, you know, they did that with League of Legends, and yeah, I don't doubt them doing that in this. <laughs> Especially considering the game is free to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, like in League, though, like you, you, you buy your champions. So, like in this game, there isn't enough champions for that to be relevant. There isn't enough locked. champions yet. We don't know where that's gonna go. Right. Like, I mean, there, there's like rumors of like three other ones doing, but like League has a fucking zillion. I don't even know what the number is at right now. Um, it's like in the fifties or sixties. So a zillion. Super cool. If like, like league points and like valorant points were the same thing like it was just riot currency yeah 
that you oh, could I spend see. across both games, but like it isn't, it is. and that yeah. is unfortunate. Yeah, it's not. Like you get literal Valorant coins, like Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about CSGO is that you just sell your shit in a real market, like in the fucking right, Steam yeah. store. And then you can yeah. buy shit for Dota though. So like it kinda works that way. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Oh, so what you're saying is Riot is dip- dipping into Valve's uh territory with well, like an online marketplace exchange. If, well yeah, if they if they had it together where it's the same currency, it would be very similar to yeah. what Valve is doing because Valve just uses regular currency. It's just stuck in Steam, though, is kind of the difference. Right. But yeah. it's still dollars, right? Um, they're not doing that, uh, Valorant. But, like, if they did, it wouldn't even be that different because it's literally what CSGO and Dota have been doing in other games. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Get this crazy knife for, like, 200 bucks and then sell it and buy yeah, some dude, ridiculous like, thing I... in, CS- in Dota. So, one of the things I think is, like, really fucking, like, hilarious is. You can knife individualism. So no, like one of the things I think is hilarious is like you can, someone can like dump like a shit ton of money into the skins and everything, and then in game you kill them and pick up their weapons. <laughs> like, oh, so, so it's just well, like yeah, yeah, that's actually awesome. Yeah, yeah, like um, I'm just walking around with your skin. Call of Duty. Yeah, like, like old school Call of Duty. And like I mean that shit happens in CS:GO too, but like the gun skins in this game are like even more like elaborate and over the top. Like they're not just like rainbow colored AK-47s like so I think that's like a really cool aspect I think it's stupid and dumb but I also think it's really cool to kill somebody else with their own fucking weapon that sounds great yeah uh so funny thing uh my one of my daily missions today is to get a kill with an enemy weapon so amazing like that's that's literally like the daily mission for like 4,000 experience points today person who dropped that weapon with their weapon yeah that's like that's that's the ultimate bm <laughs> yeah i don't know you guys got anything else to talk about on this no i feel like that's everything right yeah well all right well how about to so the future Ooh. of this game together with like csgo because a lot of people are saying that like this is gonna destroy csgo right they're all gonna they're all gonna csgo's got nothing after valent fully launches this is in beta now all this buzz is already going on. Imagine when this thing fucking drops. Um, I don't think. And this I think is, they're full I don't of think shit. this is killing any other shooter. Like exactly. Yeah, we were talking about this before the show. Um, I think this is only going to make everything better, right? Because it's going to force competition. Um, like all these other games are going to have to like, they're going to kind of borrow ideas from each other because they they're not playing in a vacuum anymore. They have this big giant eight hundred pound gorilla going like. Fucking better keep up, homie. I I think, and like like you said before, we even started recording. Um, I think there's gonna be like a lot of like CS:GO pros that like dropped off of teams and like aren't like as good as they used to be. They're probably gonna pick up the game and like be good at it. I and I think like there's gonna be like a bunch of like rejects moving. Like they're like, oh, I didn't didn't hit golden overwatch like i i was i'm good but i'm not good enough so like i'm gonna try this i'm gonna transfer my skills over to this game (coughs) oh oh god excuse me i choked on my own spit there um but i think there's gonna be a lot of that but there is also gonna be like uh new blood you know young kids getting into the game um people transferring over from like league of legends and everything else being like oh new game do this um 
one thing that I am worried about for the competitive health of the game is right now, granted, like, there is, like, some exclusivity to this. Like, you have to idle a stream for, like, 60 hours to even have a hope at getting a key into the game. But right now, I can see a world where it's like, okay, there's there's 10 characters, 3 maps, same game mode. I'm bored. I'm done. <laughs> like, and if that happens before the game releases, then, like, the game's done. Because <laughs> that, that hasn't happened to CSGO, though. Like... It's, I don't think it's going to happen to Valorant either. I think CSGO, like, in its current form, has, like, more fleshed-out stuff. And Valorant, like, it, it it's not quite there yet. And I can see a world where people are like, man, I keep fucking dying in this game. I'm out. Like, the game, like, it's not even, this game sucks. Like, I can see that easily. It's literally every competitive, every competitive game. True, but I can see it happening with this easier than others. I could be wrong about yeah. that, though. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I just know that this game being successful successful is good for all games. Yeah, I I think I think competition is very important in the esports world. I think you want to have you want to have like more people that are swayed into playing a different game because that makes all games better. Then I live in a world where both League and Dota are fucking gigantic and are in the slow. In and the, they're in the almost same, the same game. <laughs> yeah, in the same genre, same yeah. same setup. Like literally, like the differences are almost negligible. And I know there's gonna be fucking MOBA fans just fucking wanting to murder me right now. But like, in the Don't grand scheme of things, it. it's fucking negligible. Um, we can have Valorant and CS:GO and these other fucking shooters thrive. It's not gonna be a problem. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, CSGO heads, Overwatch people, like, don't worry. This ain't killing your baby. Your game's your game's fine. Nothing's happening. Yeah, I got nothing else, though. Yeah. Games? Yeah, I think we, we talked a shitload about this. Yeah. Yeah. Game's pretty good. D'Angelo, you want to play some after we're done? Sure. Fuck yeah. All right, well, sounds like the end of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Crazy. Uh, check out QWEsports.com for more content. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch.tv slash MonkHB. I'm going to try and stream Valorant at some point. I. Oh, yeah, that's that's one more thing. One more thing before we go. Uh, the game runs, like, super smooth, like, on everything. Like, fucking toaster. A literal toaster. Yeah, literal toaster. Probably run Valorant. Like, I don't know how they did it, but it's insane. Yeah, it says, like, the, the required, like, the, um what is it, the min specs is, like, an i3 processor, like it's it's ridiculous what you can run this on apparently. Yeah, go go run it on your grandma's fridge. Yeah, I'm gonna play it on my smart fridge. My Samsung smart fridge. Yeah. Owned by Tencent. <laughs> All right. Oh, different companies, man. That's Korean. All right. Oh shoot. QWEsports.com. <laughs> right, More content there. Twitch.tv slash MuckHB for whatever streams I'm doing if I'm ever doing them. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at HonkyBananas. I'm trying to tweet. Once, I'm Freddie Bones. You can follow me on Twitter at Freddie Zero. I will actually start streaming soon, um, hey. so I'll be at uh, Twitch.tv/slash Freddie Bones. Yeah, um, I'm Deanthrax. You can follow me at uh, Twitch.tv/slash Deanthrax with three X's. Uh, follow QWB Sports on Twitter at QWB Sports, and uh, yeah, 
I got nothing else. See you later. Bye. Bye.